All right, we are live here on the Mike Tyson podcast. It is February 11th of 2020. I got my brother, my brother over here, Mr. Michael Cribs. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good, brother. What is going on, family? Welcome to the Mike Tyson show. Uh, it's going to be a good one today. Uh, Tyson and I were just talking about uh, what we were going to do. Him and I kind of bounce things off of each other. Usually it's just the spur of the moment. But a lot of the time we both put a lot of uh, thought and prayer into what we're going to bring to you. And uh, what we've got today is something that really is a reflection of where Tyson and I are in our lives today. Um, but what we were going to do, go ahead and tell them what, what, you, what we were going to do today. Yeah, so we are kind of talking about, you know, what do we want to do tonight and, you know, and, and coming up with a, a show, a podcast or a show, whatever you want to call it every week is, I wouldn't say it's necessarily trying or anything like that. Generally, God speaks to you and kind of tells you what to do. Um, but today I was kind of thinking about it and I'm like, well, I don't really have anything super pressing. And Mike and myself hadn't had really had a chance. He's been without internet. So we haven't had a really had a chance to kind of discuss the show. And I have this book and it's called Live in Grace, Walk in Love. And it's by Bob Goff. I got it at um, Hobby Lobby, actually. And it's a 365 day journey. And so I was telling Mike, I was like, well, you know, we always have the book to fall back on because it's got a devotional that I do every day. And I was telling him that I love this book because. You know, the, you, you hear a lot of people talk about the first thing you should do in the morning. You know, you, you have to, and, and this goes back again to what we've talked about every episode on this week, is you have to pursue a relationship with Jesus. And, and it takes work. And there's some days where I wake up late. There's some days where I wake up and I'm just feeling like a human being, you know, and, and my flesh is getting hold of me and I don't feel like, making time you know i want to go get my coffee and i want to do me and this book keeps me accountable to uh at least get into the word in some sort of way every single day and it's not long it's a one pager um sometimes it's not enough for me because i do like to be in it a little bit longer but you know there's times where we wake up and we got half an hour to get ready for work and get out the door and I can do this devotional in five minutes and then pray about it and think about it while I'm getting ready. And so this is this is kind of my fallback way of if I don't have something weighing on my heart that I can go to this book and know, you know, I'm going to get some guidance. I'm going to get some guidance. And this goes back to, um, you know, Mike mentioned last week pursuing a relationship with Christ. And the week before we talked about feeding ourselves with the knowledge of Christ. And so kind of mixing both of those in. And I, I leave it sitting right on my recliner in my studio. So when I come in and I want to sit down in that comfy recliner and get a massage going, uh, my book is right there. And I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret if you don't shop at Hobby Lobby very often. Uh, but Hobby Lobby is a Christian company. They're closed on Sundays because they believe in the day of rest. Um, they're owned by an amazing Christian company, and they sell. They're one of the few stores around today that sells Christian stuff in a big corporate kind of store like that, you know. And so they have a ton of Christian books, a ton of Christian memorabilia. 
Um, but I, we were there the other day and I saw this book and I was just like, oh, that's kind of cool. 365 day thing. It's like you don't wake up every day with something on your heart that you want to just talk to Jesus about, you know. So this gives you a talk track. Um, and then I saw the price tag. I was like, it's ten ninety nine. And I'm like what book with over 365 pages can you get for ten ninety nine? And the back price tag says sixteen ninety nine. So this is a seventeen dollar book that was on sale for ten nineteen. Uh, but also, Hobby Lobby has 40% off one item every day, 365 day. well, whatever day they're open. So you pull out your phone, you type in HobbyLobby.com, you pull up the coupon, they scan it. So this book really cost me six bucks. That's awesome. Six bucks for 365 devotionals to lead me in my walk with Christ. So. Um, that, that, that is pretty awesome. And, and I, you know, it helps hold me accountable to getting in the word. And so it's just something that I really respect and I have with me a lot of the times. So yeah, we always have the Bible app on our yeah. phones, which, which we app, use. I, you know, I use it and I do devotionals and I walk on journeys uh, through the Bible app. If you guys don't have it, just search Bible app in your app store and then go ahead and friend Mike and myself on there. And, um, you know, we could even get a a group of us fellers together and do a devotional together on the app, you know, and then we can all talk about it at, you know, it gives a section at the end um, to where you can type notes and we can all kind of type and talk to each other about it. But it's super easy not to pull your phone out of your pocket and see the Bible app. It's super easy to ignore the Bible app when it pops up because we're humans. We live in 2020 and life is tough. Life is fast paced. And if we don't make time, uh, time slips us by. Right. So um, that's why, you know, that tends to be the first thing I try to do in the morning is is have my time with Jesus. It sets me off on the right foot for the day. Um, it helps me be a better husband, father, uh, co-worker, employee, um, and just downright human being, you know? So, um, and I know you, Mike, you wake up and you usually spend, uh, you grab your coffee and spend some time with Jesus in the morning as well too, right? Yeah, absolutely. On that Bible app, I'm always on that Bible app in the mornings. That's that's my time to really wake up. The dogs are, you go down, get on the recliner. The dogs are laying on top of you. It's a very calm, relaxing, quiet time. Uh, it's just Nikki and I, so I don't have kids bouncing around or have to worry about that. So it's just a really good time to get focused on the things and say your prayers and speak to your father about the things that you know, because we all know what we struggle with. We all know the things that we need to pray directly to our father about. Um, and, and spending that quality time, whether it's, I know a lot of guys that do it at nighttime too, or just take a break and go out in their car and dirt, whatever your quiet time is, make sure that you're spending that time and pray directly about the things that you struggle with. Um, because we struggle with something every day. I know I do. I know you do. Um, that's a very valuable time uh, to spend with your father. And it should be daily. Um, and sometimes, like you say, I'll, I'll get up and I'll be, I feel like going to sleep or I don't pay attention or I look at the phone too much about what, what is on sale on beer products or who's messaged me on there and wants to talk beer products or look at Instagram or Facebook. If I can just step back from that and, and the first thing I should do and that I want to do is wake up and open up that Bible app or get your Bible out. Um, it also helps me 
my alarm is actually a song, a Christian song that I wake up to so I can wake up immediately with, okay, Jesus in my heart, Jesus in my brain, waking me up on a, a positive note. Another thing that helps me out too is going to bed and, and with positive affirmations. And what better way than spending time with the Bible or saying a prayer with your wife to make you fall asleep and then wake up with Jesus in your heart. You know, it, it, it works for me so well. Um, but I stumble and I fall every day, just like everybody else. Yeah, I, I can't go to bed without praying for some reason. It's I mean, it's a good it's a good problem to have, but I literally will not fall asleep without praying. It's just um, something that's been invaluable to me. Even before I fully accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior, I, I've, I mean, I've been praying for for years and years and years. It's just that's always been my thing is like you lay down, it's your routine. You lay down, you pray, you talk to God and, and uh, you know, and, and your prayers change. But I think, you know, I was, my prayers before I was fully, you know, fully accepted Christ were, you know, Hey, thank you for a great day, you know, and, you know, please let tomorrow be good type of prayers. You know, now it's, yeah. now it's like, uh, you know, a lot deeper uh, than that. It, there's a lesson behind it. There's thanking for lessons that, you know, struggles in the day that were a lesson at some point, you know. So I think there's a lot of uh, different ways uh, to talk to Christ and a lot of different, uh, everybody does it different, you know. Yeah, 100%. And that's what's great about it. Yeah. So, um, so that's kind of, you know, what I was, uh, had planned and then we get on here and for those of you that don't know, uh, we're doing this on video right now and then we're just recording, uh, to upload to the podcast. So I can see Mike and his luscious beard and, um, he's coming from this place where I'm like, where are you at? And so, uh, Mike, when I asked you where you're at, you know, why, why don't you just tell everybody what that story was, uh, what your answer was when I asked you where you're at? Uh, you, you asked me where I was shooting from since this. Uh, I've been without Internet for since Friday night and it's Tuesday night now. Uh, it's been a really struggle and kind of kind of nice not to have it in, in a way. Um, and it I almost tried to swap Internet services so I could go home and do this from home and but it just isn't working out and everything is led up to be in this room and on my way home i'm thinking to myself you know what because i'm sitting right now at work in my boss's office uh doing this devotional uh, with a brother who i love and adore has become one of my best friends um and i've never seen him i've never hugged him i've never shook his hand but we're spiritually connected through christ but when we do uh, hug and we do shake hands, it'll be oh, amazing and natural because yes. we, are, we are bonded. Um, we're bonded probably a lot tighter than a lot of people could imagine. I know would be bonded. I know you are with a hundred percent people I'm around every day. I don't have a relationship that I do with you. Yeah, uh, that's a blessing through Christ, and that's that's another thing I want to talk about. So. I go home and I grab my little tower here with my little ring light so I can put my phone up, plug it in, grab my Bible. And I'm sitting at home waiting for Nikki to get home so I can give her a kiss and a hug and tell her I'll be back and let her know what I'm doing. And I'm coming to work and it comes over to me and I'm like, you know what? I am going to a place to sit down and 
love on my brother and get love back because we're on each other's dream team, God's dream team, and talk about God and what he's done for us in our life and how we can be open and transparent. I'm now in a room that just, it's been about three years ago, three years and one month. I'm sitting here with my general manager of the store I work in, the owner of the store that I work in still, and my boss uh, who still works here. And they are calling me out on me being out of control because of my addictions to painkillers and alcohol. And that was the time I basically was so scared. I was so alone. I was so fearful of everything that is hidden now comes to light. And now I have to go tell my wife that these three guys tell me that I'm not fired, but I can't work here until I get help. And I have to go admit everything to my wife about what is going on because it's pulled out of the closet, out of the dark, into the light. And I'm so depressed and I'm so upset. And my wife is so disappointed for me for the 150 millionth time. Uh, everything just breaks down. And everything comes into my life of the shame, the guilt, the anger, the pain I've caused for years. And this ain't just five or six years. I've been doing this since I was a young man. Second trip to a treatment center was this time. First time this happened with Nikki and I was about 17 years ago and it was for methamphetamines. Uh, so I go home and I about end my life. And then something just comes over to me and I she catches me, thank God. God has had a play in this from day one. God knows everything that's gonna happen before it happens. And I finally just give up control and I reach out for help because I have no answers to anything. None of my lies, anybody's going to believe me that's around. None of my manipulation is going to work because nobody wants to hear it. Everybody has just shut me out, but they still love me. They have still been praying for me. So I surrender and I go off to treatment and I come home after a month. And that, that place where I went in Astoria in Oregon on the coast, uh, I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and I started to change immediately as soon as that happened. And I come home and here it is three years later, my brother and I, I start doing this beard thing, uh, start ministering God. I, my relationship was a lot better. And here on this day in February, today is the 11th, correct? Yep. Of 2020, a 47 year old man is now sitting in the same room where all of my fears and I thought everything was over for me. Uh, I now am sitting here doing a devotion with somebody that I love and adore that has been there for, for me from day one. We are being open and transparent. And how, how amazing is God that he knew this day was going to happen? And I had no clue. Because of my Wi-Fi being down and because of me, not, you know, I wanted to be a big baby and, and try to change to a different Internet. No, this day was meant to happen all because of Christ. And I am so honored. I am getting goosebumps from this right now. I am so honored that I know God is looking at me right now and is holding me. Uh, the scales have been pulled off of my eyes. I am a 100% believer in the truth of Jesus Christ. And right now being with you and getting to share this story and to just do a devotion and spend time together and speak the truth and love each other is the best thing 
I have ever tasted, felt, smelt any of that is right now. And that's all because of Jesus Christ. It's so it, it's so amazing. Like a couple of things that you know, like caught me in that, you know, um, I mean, even from the struggles, like I can't imagine being in your shoes. Um, but I, I mean, for the impact of this, just to kind of paint a picture for everybody is like, imagine, imagine disappointing your loved ones and your spouse multiple times every single year, probably. And, and then having to come home and look your wife in the eye and tell her, I no longer have an income to support our family until I get help and have to look your family in the eyes and tell them that and then leave and go get help. You know, like that's that, that is just unimaginable uh, for me to, to think about how hard that was as a human being. And, and I mean, we, we, we as men, as humans have a hard time admitting when we're wrong, have a hard time, um, facing any consequences that that we we bring on, um, but to tell your family that you can no longer support them because you've been selfish and destructive, uh, you've been standing in your own way, um, as we like to say, um, that would be really tough. But like you said, God knew this day was coming all along. So, um, and, and you know that just kind of brings up the big point. I mean, a couple of things you said is we knew this day. God knew this day was coming. Then the Internet goes out. And what's our first thing that we think of to do when our Internet goes out? Because Internet is our lifeline, right? So the first thing that we think to do is I got to get my Internet fixed. God slams the door, doesn't let it happen. Of course, we get mad. Of course, we get upset. Of course, because our flesh and our, our anger is taking over because we want the Internet. We want it. Our flesh wants the internet so we can make YouTube videos, so we can search the internet. God says, uh-uh, it's not happening. And now, three days later, you're driving to a place, and all this redemption stuff starts popping up in your head. Yeah. And it all comes to fruition of why your internet didn't get installed. Right. Why this happened in that room yeah because we mentioned you going to your church to do this earlier today <laughs> yes and it's you insane. ended up staying back at work yeah. in that room that this happened you want to talk about redemption and following god's plan like and that's where a lot of times we just need to get out of our own way yeah because god's gonna lead us mm -hmm. where he wants us to be he has right. a plan and sometimes crappy things like not getting our internet fixed ah. is part of his plan to get us where he wants us to be. How else would he have gotten you in that room tonight? Yeah, after being here for 11 hours of working, why, why here? I could have went. I have a key to the church. I know the door code. It was just here. It's God. That yeah. is God saying go. And it's. It's something for me. It's something for me to learn so I can see the redemption, something for me to share with you. And, and also for you, you just came out with a new oil. You did a collab with another Christian brother from Canada. And what's it called? What Reformed. Is it? Reformed. Yep. And what does it say on the bottle? Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? All right. Well, I, 
I don't want to slaughter it, so I'm going to grab my bottle real quick. Oh, we got we got time. We, we got plenty, don't we, family? We got to have yeah. word for word. Yes. So on the bottle it says, "A man, a man walked through life with a new sense of purpose. Demons behind him and angels beside him, and they thought this smelled good." And yeah, there is a there, there is a story behind that um, as to you know this company is Barden. Um, out of Canada, and what he does on his oils is he always puts uh, a little story about the scent. Uh, so the scent calls is called Reformed, um, and then it has that story. And what it really, when I was coming up with a scent, we were coming up with a name, and then you know he's like, "Well, you got to come up with a story behind it." That's part of the branding that Barden does, and I'm like, "Okay." So him and I kind of worked through a, a story, and 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 God bless him, he helped me with the story too. Um, but a man walked through life with a new sense of purpose and that new sense of purpose is, is trying to, you know, follow God's plan. Um, I didn't always follow God's plan. Um, and it even says in here demons behind him. Um, there's been a lot of demons in my life. And I mean, uh, my parents were divorced young, which sent me down the wrong path. Um, I was arrested and thrown in jail at 10 years old. Um, yeah, uh, I made a ton of bad choices in high school. I spent uh, more time skipping high school, being a drunk, than I was actually in high school. Um, I made extremely bad family and financial decisions when I graduated high school. Um, I decided not to go to college because at the time I was an 18-year-old punk who thought making $13 an hour was more than I would make going to school to be a mechanic, which is what I wanted to do. So I was like, well, I got this awesome job. I don't need to go to school. I then, uh, then my father passed away uh, due to suicide, which sent me down a whole nother, um, you know, it just helped build, it just helped uh, continue. You know, my parents always told me, um, you're responsible for your own actions. My parents were pretty tough. Um, I wouldn't say like super like military tough, but they were not very loving. They grew up on, on a farm where you worked seven days a week and, and, you know, it was tough love type of stuff. And so that's kind of how it was for me growing up. There was no hugs. There was no kisses. There was no, I love yous. It was, you do what you're supposed to do. And, and all this stuff just kept building up to make me this closed off person, this closed off uh, cold hearted person that didn't care about anything. Uh, my dad passed away to, due to suicide and, you know, it just, it closed me off even more. It made me even more of a cold person and it made me extremely selfish. I didn't care about anybody. I didn't care about anybody around me. Um, I mean, I did, but I didn't, you know, I could tell somebody that I cared about them and I wanted what's best for them. But when it came to what was best for them, isn't best for me. Of course I was picking me every single time. And, you know, then it, uh, it came into, you know, my flesh overcame everything with finances. And when I was 25 years old, um, I ended up getting my my ex-wife pregnant. Uh, that's how Aubrey came about. And I had to file bankruptcy, I, you know. So it's like uh, so many of these things that you just keep pressing forward and you keep pressing forward. And through this whole time, God had a plan. There was a plan and I was following along with the plan. Uh, but I hadn't accepted Christ into my life at the time, and, you know, and and uh, so I'm just going about times. I don't know what is what is going on and and everything. And and things started to 
you know, get better. I was getting out of financial crisis and and learning how to manage money. Christ was th- showing me how to manage money without me knowing that he, me knowing that he was showing me. Um, well, then you know, uh, my ex wife gets into um, really bad stuff. We end up getting a divorce, um, and I couldn't leave Aubrey with her because I didn't feel like it was safe. So I bring Aubrey with me. I move into a new town, starting a brand new job and getting divorced all at the same time. And I have a a two-year-old kid with me. And so, um, you know, it was Christ started showing his, his, uh, his love and his muscles and the, the way that he can do things. Uh, through that, you know, when it was, I had no daycare lined up for, for my, my two-year-old. Um, and I have to report to this new job. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, I get a phone call saying, hey, I heard you're looking for daycare. Uh, I got an opening. And I'm like, what is going on here? How did that even come about? I've been in this town for two days and somebody calls me and said they heard I was looking for daycare. Like, holy cow. But you don't see it at the time. You're blinded. You're blinded. Mm-hmm. You don't see that it's God working. And so, you know, I just think I'm some lucky. I like, oh, got lucky on that one. Dodge that bullet. Uh, she's in daycare now. And, you know, so I did my thing. And and at the time, I you know, I feel like uh, I, f- I feel like life is pretty good. I mean, uh, I'm taking a, a store that was uh, on the closure list, ready to be closed. Um, worst store in the country in a little town in South Dakota, and I take it in one year to the second-ranked store in the whole country, now being a success with awards, awards galore. I was winning every award, and employees in my store winning every award, and, you know, it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. I hated where I lived. I hated doing that, and I didn't see what I was doing at the time. Uh, I actually left that town, and within two years, that store closed because... And I had people, people calling me, telling me that because I left the store closed and that I was the best boss that they ever had. And I was too blinded to see how I was changing these people's lives in the time because I was selfish. I didn't like where I lived. I didn't, you know, I was pity partying poor me because I'm a single dad and I'm going through a divorce and I don't, I, you know, I, I just filed bankruptcy two years ago. And, you know, so... Then all of a sudden, you know, my boss tells me he's leaving and he's going to a different uh, part of the company. And so that was crushing to me because I absolutely loved my boss. We had a great time. And, you know, now this other guy is going to come in. And, you know, what happens two weeks later, my boss calls me and says, hey, you're from uh, Rapid City, South Dakota, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm opening a position there. It's yours if you want it. Come work for me again. I was just like, whew, dodge that bullet. In all reality, it's God's plan, but I'm too blinded to see what his plan was. Yep. Two years later, I meet Maddie in Rapid City where God took me, where God took me back. And and, and even from that, you know, uh, oh, we've been on the verge. Maddie's walked out of me, and I don't blame her. I was a selfish, evil person who controlled her used her, uh, abused her, not physically, but mentally abused her, treated her like crap. And it wasn't until she walked out and I looked at myself and was just kind of like, 
I'm losing the love of my life. I'm losing the person that my daughter calls mom because she was, she didn't know her real mom. She was too young when we left and her real mom has never been in her life. And, uh, so Maddie has always been mom and, you know, so I'm like, I'm losing that person. I'm losing the love of my life all because I want to be a selfish human being. You know, I was like, it's time to stop faking it. I've always believed I was a Christian. I've always prayed. I've always thought I was a Christian, but it was time to stop faking it. And it was time to finally accept the Lord. And, you know, I ended up at that church that day. That's kind of where he guided me. I ended up on my knees. I ended up begging for him to come in and, and surrender to him. And, um, from that day forward, it's, it's, it's like you always like to say, the scales have been pulled off my eyes and I can see things in a completely different way. Do I still make mistakes? Absolutely. I'm human. You know, I make mistakes every single day. Right. But like you said earlier, we can wash our feet in it every single day because we have the forgiveness of Christ because we follow Christ and so the walking, you know, the demons behind me side of it, that's that. That's that's my whole life, every day of my life before I accepted Christ in. It's it's all demons, and but it's all, there was all a plan. There was a reason I got pulled back to Rapid City. There was a reason the daycare opened up. There was a reason why I took the store from worst to first. And it was to have an impact on those people's lives but I was too blind to see the impact I had on my nine employees who all nine cried at the meeting that I told them I was leaving. And I was too blind. I was so selfish to get out of that town to get back, you know, to get somewhere else where I was going to be happy that I didn't see all along the impact that I made on these people's lives. And that's one of the things to this day, I still, um, I miss that aspect of the job is changing people, coaching people, seeing how they develop because I do it in a different fashion now. Yeah. Um, but I was, yeah, I mean, and it was all part of the plan. I mean, I, I got brought back here to have Maddie and, um, you know, unfortunately get go down the wrong path. But I think sometimes when you go down the wrong path and you find Christ, it's more impactful and, you learn a bigger lesson and you know, do I, do I, do I have regrets? Absolutely. I have regrets, but I'm not mad. And I think a lot of times our first thing that we do is we get mad at God. We get mad at God for allowing this to happen to us. You know, if you loved us, how you say you love us, uh, you wouldn't do this. I hear that so many times. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, there's a reason your internet went out and you cannot get internet again. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not God being mean to you or picking on you. It was so you get in this position and you remember how far you've come in the last three years. Man. Remember the redemption that you're going through. And that's the same thing that happened with me is there's a reason that we went through that dark spot in our marriage. And I like to believe it's because I wasn't treating Maddie the way she deserved to be treated. And God was showing me that. And he made me realize that. And now our marriage is better than it's ever been. Ever. Oh, yeah. Ever. I mean, Nikki, 
Nikki and I have been married for 27 years and the, the best, the, the greatest part and the closest we've ever been is the last three. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Uh, and like you're saying about the, the ministry to the people that depend on you. Um, they told me here at work, you know, we're not going to fire you. We, we can't let you be here anymore at work. You've, you're too far gone. You're showing up drunk and high every day. Um, you're still killing it, making money, but we just can't have you here. So I get out of treatment. I come back and they have already hired somebody in my spot. Uh, and I came back to work. I moved his stuff out of my way, out of my area, which I'm still at right now. 13 years I'm going on. But I didn't push him down and, tell, and, and ruin him. I, I lifted him up and told him, hey, my name's Mike Cribs. I'm here. Uh, this is my spot. But here, come with me. Come on this journey. Uh, I loved on him. And he ended up going upstairs. He went to parts, went to him and I are really close friends now. Uh, I've got uh, my title of the assistant manager pulled away from me. Um, I've got money taken away from me just to come back. It was an opportunity for, uh, I, I wouldn't say a test, but for me to say, okay, if, if I'm a Christian man, titles and money and things of these world should not matter to me. And that was a huge lesson to me at that time. Uh, I should not worry about things of this world. It is being devoted to Christ and furthering the kingdom of God and, and serving and loving my family. And that's everybody. And it's I've just learned every step of the way. Now that I am not blind anymore and that I can see that, the only way that I'm going to stay there is if I'm devoted every day to this walk, every day. Not worry about yesterday. Not worry about what's coming tomorrow, but today what I'm doing right now. Am I honoring my father with the words that I say, the thoughts that I think, and the actions that I take? All the time I'm not, all the time you're not, all the time everybody is not going to that is listening to this and, and who is not. But the thing is, is we get time to go home and at the end of the day, ask forgiveness of God of the things that we remember and also forgive us of the things that we didn't notice that we did. And it's, it's just a wonderful thing. And here uh, we open up to uh, Romans uh, 3.21. Do you want to read that? Yeah. So Romans uh, 3 verse 21 says, But now apart from the law, the righteous of God has been made known. Righteousness of God. To which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and all fall short of glory of God. And all are just justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through a shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in in his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time, so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. Where, then, is boasting? It is excluded because of the, of the law, the law that requires works? No, because the law that requires faith, for we maintain that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law. Or is God the God of Jews only? He is not the God of Gentiles too. Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is only one God who will justify 
the circumcised by faith and uncircumcised through the same faith. Do we then nullify the law by this faith? Not at all. Rather, we uphold the law. So what is that? What do you what do you get out of that, Mike? How do you how does that impact you when you read that? I, I just love it because it's the sacrifice. God sent his son down to be sacrificed for everything that we just talked about. All our indiscretions and all of our falling shorts. It, it, it circumcised, non-circumcised, Gentiles, Jews, sin, uh, non-sinner. It, it's all through the gift of the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ that we are forgiven for everything. We are. We have the key, the winning lottery ticket. Well, however you want to describe it, we're going to heaven because of Jesus Christ. We don't have to. Uh, have burnt offerings and we don't have to have sacrifices anymore. Jesus was the biggest sacrifice. That gives me confidence. That gives me faith. And that gives me hope. And that is from the words of our father, guaranteed, cemented, done. That's, that's what it gives me. You have faith in Jesus Christ and everything is good with God. I mean, that's, that's basically what it says. You know, our, our salvation is freely given but it was an expense by God. I mean, he gave up his son uh, so we can have the righteousness. So we believe in, in Jesus. We follow Jesus. We have faith in Jesus Christ and God is righteous to us. I mean, how amazing is that? Right. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievably amazing. But that's how, that's how I carry on. I carry on that. I don't have to bring up the garbage that I've laid at God's feet anymore. Uh, because of my faith in Christ, because of my belief in Christ, because of the miracles that that I am and that I get to see and these uh, knocking down the walls, uh, moving mountains, uh, opening doors, I get to see that now. And that is so amazing. Uh, and, and that just is, a, I don't have to hold on to any of this stuff. Yes, it creeps in on me every day that, you know what? Mike, you're not worth any of this. You're a piece of garbage. All of these things that I want to bring back up, I lighten my yoke for a reason. It's so I can focus on Jesus Christ and serving his people and being a light every day, every opportunity. And even when things are bad, I still give him, I, I hope I do, I still give him thanks for the things that I get to learn about myself, about what is going on. And it just cements and, and strengthens my faith and my hope. Uh, it's not through works. It's by it, it, The work has already been done by God. Uh, I need to get off of the cross and let Jesus have his cross, right? That was his. I lay all of my, my sins and, and try not every day with being devoted, with, with waking up and being a believer, uh, that I don't have to carry any of that stuff around. And I am not to let that stuff stick anymore. And that's where prayer comes from. That's where prayer comes from. That's where being around like-minded people, humans that sin just like I do, that encourage, uh, that are on my dream team. You know what I mean? That want to, if I have a dream that God gives me a dream or God gives you a dream, you're dang well right that I'm going to. I'm going to help and be that all-star on your team to say yes and give you guidance as much as I can and love and serve you as much as I can. And I know 100% because of trust and that builds trust that you're going to do the same thing. 
along with my wife, along with my son, along with my church, my family. But we are not just to go to church and just stay there and praise God and worship God. We are to go out into all of the dark places and all of the places that God calls us to go and speak the truth of Jesus Christ and minister and serve everybody that we come in contact with as much as we can. That comes through devotion. And I am just so thankful that the old Mike Cribs is gone and I no longer recognize him, that I am a new man. I am a new child. I feel like I'm 12 or 13 years old again to where I have, you know, that feeling, Tyson, when you, you looked and you thought and you knew that you could do anything in the world. If you wanted to be a pro basketball player, yep, I'm going to do that. If I want to be president of the United States, yep, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to be an astronaut, I look at life in that way now. And that is through Jesus Christ. Absolutely. It's so crazy how how powerful it can be uh, when you <clears throat> when you follow Christ and when you open your eyes and, you know, and kind of back to the the beard oil that we were talking about, too, is so walk through life with a new sense of purpose. My purpose now is to continue to, to shed the light of Jesus Christ anywhere I go. If I can find a dark corner and shines Jesus Christ light in there, I'm there. I'm there. And if I can be, if I can be in church and, and boast Jesus Christ with other Christians, maybe that have more experience than me, I'm there. Uh, demons are behind me. You know, demons like to creep up, but with the power of Jesus, you can squash them down. Jesus' name is so amazing. Um, and I thought this smelled good, you know? I mean, that's... I mean, life is great. It's like waking up every day and seeing the sun and knowing that that's the light of Jesus Christ shining on you, waking you up every day. You know, it, it's awesome. And then it's just called Reformed, and it's just an amazing uh, cologne scent. That um, so I think you know, with with my story and the, the oil that kind of made came uh, with that. Like this is going to be something treasured in my life. Um, with your story and where you're at today and, and the story behind that is just another amazing, an amazing thing. And it's, it's crazy how God is working this week with uh, redeeming redemption, um, you know, anything like that. And, and maybe that's to get us to talk about this and, and help somebody else out that um, has, has got some redemption themselves or is struggling to understand um you know, why Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins and and that um, God is amazing. And all we have to do is is uh, believe Jesus and follow Jesus. And we get to wash our feet every single day. And that doesn't mean we don't sin. That doesn't mean we don't make mistakes because nobody's perfect. We all sin. Uh, we all make mistakes. Uh, I think I think we're just a little bit more conscious of it and we're more when, when we do sin and make mistakes. Um, I know you for sure can, you can, you can feel it coming on and you need to just take a break, you know, walk yes. out of work for a little bit, go pray, you know, and walk in with a new, a new outlook on it. And, and I need to do the same thing sometimes just walk away. Um, and I, and I think for me, a lot of times when I get put in a bad situation or what I feel like is a bad situation, um, I, I open my eyes a lot more and I tend to think about why am I in this situation? Like, is this self-inflicted or is this, is this God trying to give me a lesson of some sort or 
you know, we don't ever want to change the path that God has created for us. And the more we get in our own way and try to change it, the more things that can pile up or could pile up to push you back in the right direction (laughs) that you need to be going. So, you know, a lot of times we just need to say yes to the route that Jesus is taking us and, and just go with it because we've put, we've gave our life. We've, we've given our life up to Jesus and he's going to put us in the right spots and where we need to be. And sometimes it sucks to think that, Hey, we're not, uh, we're not meant to be those, those millionaires with the big mansions and seem to have their life together. Um, Sometimes it sucks to think that, you know, we're not, we're not famous with millions of people that, that uh, love and respect us and just want us to say hi to them or that we're not the football players we want to be or, or the astronauts or anything like that. But we have a sense of purpose. And a lot of times we just need to open our eyes and see what that sense of purpose is. And uh, you know, a lot of times, you're you're put here for a reason and maybe it's not to be rich um but one of the things that i've realized over the last couple of years uh, through my journey is that i am uh, good at bringing the best out in people and i did i've done that through um through work uh, now through the youtube channel and the facebook community um i'm good at i'm good at helping people grow and to me uh i think that's a lot more valuable than being rich i think yep. You know, I can touch a lot more people's lives um, by helping them grow as people than I can with money. And I'm okay with that because that's what Jesus has planned for me. And and today I just focused on being obedient. Yeah. That's and it. Sometimes that's all we need to do. We, need to, we just need to be obedient to the word. And, yep. you know, I think it's extremely important to be in the word every day because those demons and those things do pop up. And, and you know what? You can be in the word first thing in the morning and somebody has road rage and you feel angry before you even get to work, before you even get to work. And that's why at the end of the day, I like to go back and give thanks for everything through the day. Because at the end of the day, we don't, like you mentioned, we got to live for today and we got to do our best today because we don't, tomorrow's not guaranteed. We don't know when our time's coming. We don't know when our time's coming. And so the best thing we can do is not not uh, look at the Bible sitting over there on our desk and say, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. No, do it right now because sure. you don't know if there's going to be a tomorrow. So, man, I feel like we've talked about five different topics tonight. but it's be- <laughs> That's good. The flow, you know, and, you know, and I, I am so proud of you. And I love you so much. Uh, and I am so thankful that God has interceded our paths. You know what I mean? Uh, it's just, it's, it just blows me away. And, and that's one thing I'm thankful for. I get a love on you and your family. I'm proud of them as well. I feel it from you as you as well. Uh, and, you know, there, sometimes you just got to hit that button and just start talking Jesus with mm-hmm. somebody that you love and you adore. And I'm, I'm just thankful for that. I'm thankful to God, first of all, over everything in my life. And yeah, you know me, I get talking about this stuff and I just, I just go. Uh, but that's, that's that fire that I that's, hope I never lose. That's the fire and the passion. And, and I don't, you know, you say you hope you never lose it. I don't, I don't think you'll ever lose it because no. you, you, you can see clearly. And yeah. um, I think when you see clearly, you know that you need it. 
Mm-hmm. You need it to guide you. You know, we can't yeah. we can't do this on our own. I can't do this on my own. You can't do this on your own. You need Jesus. I need Jesus, and we need each other. We, yep. you know, we need yeah, that's, Christians need other Christians, and you know, you need the support. You need the guidance. You need somebody to tell you when you're being stupid, and you know, and it's and you need that word every single day to keep yourself grounded, to keep the yoke, to keep everything in line with uh, the way Jesus has it planned out. So, and again, you know, this isn't to say that everything's perfect. I mean, we stray off the path all the time. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yep. Foundation is strong. We got our armor on and iron sharpens iron. You know, that's, that's what the good thing is. And we talked about that too. So if you want to hear about that earlier podcast, what was that? Our first one. Iron sharpens iron about iron sharpens iron second one we talked about uh the armor of god and then yep. the third one we had jimmy on there yep. um and we were talking i don't remember what we were talking for sure topic it was amazing. We, were kind of, we were kind of all over the place and it was yeah. amazing yeah yeah so um i got uh you know in the faithful community group on facebook we have a mentorship program and i know you're a mentor on there um i got my first mentor e uh, request today. That's awesome. And so that was really cool to know that, um, not that necessarily that somebody needs help, but the fact that somebody was brave enough to hit that button that they wanted help and that they wanted guidance and that I can hopefully show somebody else the light of Jesus Christ and, and have an impact on their life. And, uh, you know, to just show them, uh, what this community is all about, what uh, being a Christian is all about. I don't know this guy. I've never heard her name doesn't ring a bell um, and messaged me saying, wondering if I'd be a mentor. You know, it's just like, let the journey go. Yeah, yeah, do it. Let the journey. Know what you're signing up for because I'm going to be hitting you up every day. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, um, Maybe next week we'll have a special guest again. Um, you know, that was kind of fun last week to have a special guest. I think that was sure. that was interesting. Um, but, you know, maybe every other week or something like that. I want to – I really like to keep it uh, kind of like tonight where there's some stuff just obviously burning to get out. Yeah. And, and nice to get it out. But uh, there's some other amazing Christian guys that I would love to get in here and get, you know, their stories – um, their perspective on things. And, you know, the nice thing is we do this every single week. That's right. Subscribe because we do this every single week. Yes, we do. We're yeah. going to be here every week. And and uh, we release this on Wednesday. So if there's ever a Tuesday where we can't make it or something, we'll record it early. You know? That's right. Yeah. Just make it happen. So whoever's listening, if you need to talk to somebody, it's you can get us on our YouTube, which is Faithfully Bearded and beard swag on youtube you, you got tyson who is on instagram and it's tell them you tell them about your channels that you got and everything you got going on and then i'll tell them about mine oh man i i feel like i'm dabbling in everywhere a little bit but i think you know, what god's calling me with that is um be accessible where the people need you and i think um you know i i take that aspect from from the church you know not everybody can get to the church but you can always find a pastor and, you know, pastors are known to be accessible where the people need you. And 
So I know tons of people that don't have Facebook, don't have Instagram, but they have YouTube or people yeah. that don't have Instagram because it's newer, but they have Facebook um, or people that just listen to podcasts and don't even get into videos or Facebook. And and so with that, you know, we have the YouTube channel Faithfully Bearded. We have uh, Faithfully underscore Bearded on Instagram. Uh, we have Facebook. We have a Faithfully Bearded page on Facebook. And then we also have um, the Faithful Community uh, and that's where a lot of the, the Christian brothers or beard company uh, people, non-Christians, anybody's welcome in there. It's just a, a safe place to talk about anything um, and know that you're not going to get belittled, um, tirade, nothing. It's all going to be uh, positive, supportful community. Uh, we have faithfullybearded.com, uh, which is more, you know, the place where I keep track of, of beard related stuff. So if you follow my beard reviews, and you want to see how I rank out companies or get a discount, it's all on faithfullybearded.com. Um, there's also some swag stuff on there, uh, shirts, hats, things like that. Um, and then the podcast that you're listening to right now, so Faithfully Bearded, uh, the Mike Tyson show on the Faithfully Bearded channel. So um, I think that's pretty much where I'm accessible. And to go one step further than that, I'm not going to say it right here on the podcast, um, but it's very easy to find out because it's on my Instagram, it's on my Facebook, and it's on uh, my website and my YouTube, I believe. Maybe not YouTube, but it's on all the other three. Um, you can just hit that contact me button and my phone number will pop up. And that is my cell phone number. Feel free anytime you're in a time of need to text me or call me. Um, if you just want to say hi, if you just need some guidance, if you just need somebody to vent to. Um, I mean, I think that's the big thing is I want to know, I want everybody to know that uh, I'm here for everybody. Um, not maybe not 24 seven because I can't guarantee I'll answer the phone if it's midnight and I'm sleeping. Um, but shoot me a text message and you know, I'll, I'll know who it is and, uh, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. So, um, I, I'm just trying to be accessible everywhere. Um, that people may need you, you know, and, and I know you're, you're working on doing the same. I've been seeing you getting into Facebook a little bit more. So where are you, where are you all available at? It's uh, YouTube is the beard swag. Uh, Mike, Michael Cribs on uh, Facebook and, and that's on Instagram. Two, that's a double B Cribs. Yeah, yep. Double B. And then uh, on Instagram, it's underscore swag father underscore. And same there. My phone number is on a couple of those. Uh, you can just reach out anytime, message, call. If nobody answers, leave a message. But that's what it is, making yourself available to to love and to listen. And yeah. it's not to be talked out. It's just it's to be talked with and, and to listen, have somebody to pray. And I love praying for people. Uh, I'm a prayer warrior. So yeah. definitely know that if you ask for a prayer, I'll, we'll be praying for you. And that's not to say that we always have the answers because uh, we don't. You know, no. a lot of, you know, there's going to be a lot of times um, I've had people call me, you know, and have this thing. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't know what to tell you. I don't I, I don't I don't feel comfortable guiding you on this in this situation or advising you in this situation. But I'll pray for you and I'll pray yep. that God speaks to you with the right solution to this. Amen. And, you know, I pray that you pray to God and ask him to speak to you in a, in a way. So none of this is to say that we can fix anything. It's to say that we're here for you. We love you and we will always listen. We might not have the answer, uh, but we'll pray about it and we'll ask Jesus to speak to you 
So yep. you get the right answer and, and feel comfortable making the right decision. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty much that. So, you know, again, just nobody's bigger than anybody. And I think sometimes because people have a podcast or a YouTube channel or an Instagram following, it's, it's, um, intimidating to reach out to them and stuff like that. But, uh, I just want everybody to know that neither one of us are intimidating to talk to. We're both very, um, open and transparent people. So, um, feel free to always reach out. Yes. With that, I think uh, we can wrap up the podcast. Uh, it's been over an hour, I think. So uh, we can wrap this up for everybody, let everybody get on with their days. Uh, but thanks for joining me again tonight, Mike. I, I really appreciate it. You brought so much to the show tonight, and uh, it was great just to get in here and have a brother-to-brother conversation about Jesus and, uh, and you know, and let people listen in to this is basically how our normal conversations go. <laughs> it is. <laughs> so, uh, we, awesome. might, we might have a few more fart jokes on normal conversations. But, uh, you know, whatever, whatever comes to light. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right, all right brother. I'm, I'm honored to be here with you, man. I'm, I ain't going nowhere. I've already made a commitment. We're in it. So we'll be back uh, next Wednesday uh, for everybody. So I hope you guys have a fantastic uh, Valentine's Day. Show somebody some love. Yeah. Uh, Tell somebody you appreciate them, that you love them. If you're married and or have a girlfriend, man, just I know this day can be commercialized, but you don't have to make it commercialized. No. Show them how much you love them. Clean the house. Um, yeah. Make them a bed. Um, yeah. Make them a bubble bath and light a candle and just tell them to go have 30 minutes to themselves in a hot bath. Cook them dinner. Do something super simplistic. It doesn't have to be commercialized. It's about love. You know, serve and love, baby. Serve and love. Serve them up, and uh, you know our wives do amazing jobs at serving us 364 days a year. So there's one day a year that we can serve them, and you know, a lot of men do serve their wives, and and that's uh, very thankful. But we can take a little bit extra step today on Valentine or Friday Valentine's Day. So, yep. so all right, guys. Until we talk to you guys uh, the next time we talk to you, um, we love you. Uh, we appreciate you. What do you got to say, Mike? I love, we love you and we're proud of you. Go tell somebody you love them and that you're proud of them. Lift them up a little bit. It makes them feel good. And God bless. All right. God bless you guys. Thanks, Mike. You bet, brother.